I tried to convince my mom a long time ago to, to start, uh, you know, learning English with Duolingo. Yeah. And she would sort of, but not really. And then when I started learning Spanish, she found new motivation and she started just going for it. And then my dad and then my sister picked it up and my brother mm -hmm. and my nephews and my sister's husband. And so now the whole building and the whole family are studying or maybe not studying, but learning yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure with, with Duolingo. Do you, do you already have uh, Mac, Mac OS high Sierra or not yet? No, I, I, I decided not to get high uh, just yet. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books we read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. Okay, um, so uh, your honeymoon, uh, iPad-only honeymoon with your iPad Pro is still there? <laughs> Are you still uh, in love? Uh, I, I've not sure I've ever loved it, but it was it was okay, and I <laughs> I don't think it's a honeymoon anymore. I it became normal now. It's just the boring everyday life of me and my iPad. Nice. But uh, the the progress, the pace of progress in the iOS world and um, me trying to optimize my uh, setup never ceases, and so we shall commence iOS consultations part two. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's talk about things and let's talk about more iOS stuff, especially now that we have um, new devices also. We have the iPhone X, Sys, Tens, whatever, uh, both of us. <laughs> and then we have the iPad Pros. So this is the update on our devices. And uh, yeah, and we've been enjoying both of them, uh, both of us. And uh, I've also... Made some, made some optimizations on my iPad and on my uh, uh, on my iPhone, so uh, I can share some thoughts as well. All right, great. So the first thing I wanted to to touch is the the topic of uh, document safekeeping, or as as we we called it in one of our previous episodes. Um, I don't remember which one it was, um, but we talked about note taking, and you. Uh, explain to me how you use Evernote and how you've used Evernote for uh, for the last nine years, right? Yeah. Um, it was episode number 111. Yeah, we paper. were supposed to talk about note-taking and ended yeah. up talking about document safekeeping and things like that, and I blew your mind by how <laughs> I'm using it differently than you expected. Yeah, because... Um, sort of um, for context over the last few months I've been trying to simplify my setup and kind of my, my computing setup such that I don't have paper anymore such that none of my things none of the things I do none of my systems depend on paper and we talked about it in a few episodes which uh, I don't remember the numbers but we'll link to them in the show notes um, but for example um I like for the last seven years or, or something, I, I've had a habit of planning the next day in advance and I've done it in a paper journal for some reason. And it made sense for me at the time because I didn't have an iPhone, but right now it just ceased to make sense, but I did it anyway. And I had my, my, my reasons, but most of them just became outdated and it no longer was the best way to go. And I moved that to... Uh, to my iPhone, such that no matter where I am in the world, if I'm at home, if I'm outside of home, I always have this. And there were more things like that, which used paper in, in some way. And because they used paper, they required me to be physically in this place, in my home office, uh, to be able to, to do something, to access some sort of information. And I've reduced all of that. I removed all of that. Or so I thought. And then you explain to me how you use Evernote and how you scan everything. All of the documents that you get, paper documents that you have to keep, uh, you just scan them with your phone, put them into Evernote, tag them if, if needed, and, and forget about it. And because 
Evernote does OCR. So it 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 uh, detects text. It annotates the, the the scanned image with text. It's all searchable, and it's all like like what do you have like something like ten thousand notes, like almost ten years of notes, and all of that is accessible always wherever you are. And and that kind of blew my mind because like now it it just becomes obvious that it's something I I should do something I should have been doing for years, but I haven't. So uh, if I get an an invoice, if I get a receipt that I need to keep, uh, if I get some sort of documents from like a doctor or or just whatever uh, that that's in paper that I get from someone else, I would store it in my sort of little filing cabinet. And I had a pretty good system for it, but it's it's a paper system, and if it's paper, uh, it's broken and it's it's unacceptable, uh, and I, I I won't take it anymore. And and the moment you you told me how you do it, it just it was obvious. Like th- this has to change. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it took me a while uh, to actually um, revise this system uh, because I was, you know, you told me that just before uh, my my traveling marathon, so I just had too many other things on, on my mind. But uh, when I got back, I started doing some research uh, on how I want to do it myself. Uh, because like well, like one obvious uh, solution would be to, to use uh, Evernote, since that's what you use. Uh, but I wasn't sure if, if Evernote is, is right for me. Like... Um, You've used Evernote for a long time, so just because you've used it for a long time, it it makes sense. Like the switching costs uh, can be high, and if you have so many things already, it would be like difficult to to switch to anything else. And uh, like Evernote is pretty much the system kind of built to to keep so many things. And uh, if if anyone in, among our listeners are listening to CGP Grey on on Cortex, like he had so many attempts of switching from Evernote to something else, and it just it it just failed. Like it, <laughs> there was no good alternative for him. Yeah, I, I totally get it because I I also feel not I don't feel trapped with Evernote, but I feel like I, I just have to belong there because I have everything there, and it's just it would be just a big hustle to to do anything else and to move somewhere else. But I'm curious about what you found out. So um, I tested Evernote, and it seemed okay. But um, one problem I have is this this system, like since I'm going to put a lot of things there, which are important to to be accessible for me, like for a very long time, uh, I need to really trust this system. And there there have been some some doubts some time ago, um, admittedly, about uh, Evernote's future. Uh, like, you know, maybe they won't last. And what then, right? I I need to feel like uh, like like one of my criteria um, was that I need to feel like I have a good option to to get out of Evernote uh, if I need to, or I need to like my uh, my system needs to be such that I I just have a good strategy, a, a good exit strategy, right? And I need to have some sort of reasonable way to have my own sort of secondary uh, backup of that data because it's just, you know, I, I you know, Evernote is, is cool. They've, they've done it for, for 10 years, but, you know, what if my my account gets hacked or, or something like that and my devices, like, automatically delete all of the caches and all of that stuff is gone, right? That would suck. Um, and so um, Evernote seemed okay and, and I didn't have a big problem with, with doing that, but I wanted to check alternatives. Uh, I was checking out Microsoft uh, OneNote, and the first time I opened OneNote on my iPad and logged into it, it showed me an error that it really can't find any of my notes, and I have to go to settings somewhere to like uh, delete all of the caches for it to rebuild the library again. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, that's reassuring. Yeah, like this is the first time I'm opening this app. I've never u- used it before. Um, I, I have a Microsoft account, but I've never used it with OneNote, maybe for testing some long time ago. And that's the first thing I see. Uh, that's not reassuring in terms of like trust in the system. Um, and, and then other criteria are that um, there, um, it, it obviously needs to have OCR. It, it needs to scan text. It, it needs to be searchable. 
that's obvious. It, it needs to work on all of my uh, devices. Uh, and I'm okay with, with paying a reasonable amount for such a service. And I didn't expect it, but uh, Rafał, our VP of product at Tusby, uh, has recommended to me an app called ScanBot for iOS. And the first time I heard it, I was like, no, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I need a document safekeeping system, not a, a document scanner app. So I was like, no, 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 this doesn't work. Um, but Rafa was like, no, no, ser- seriously, uh, look at it. So I did. And it turns out that it's actually everything I need. Like it it looks, um, it doesn't look like it, it should be enough because it's just an iOS app, but it is. Because here's the thing, first of all, it's a really great scanner app. Uh, according to um, the suite setup, it it has a better scanner function than Evernote, so that's a plus. It does OCR, and it does OCR not in the cloud, but on device. So when you scan uh-huh. it, immediately it just runs OCR on your device, and it spits out files. It doesn't keep a proprietary library structure in one file somewhere, but it spits out PDFs in iCloud Drive. All right? Huh. And so, so first of all, if I want to organize those things, you use folders. And if I need to, I use subfolders. That's enough, right? That's enough for me. Mm-hmm. It spits out PDFs, so they're easy to just copy and, and paste and send by email, all of that. It works. And because it's PDF it can add annotations inside PDF. So when it does OCR, it's not in some sort of proprietary format somewhere, but it just appends the the scanned text to the PDF. And because Uh it's an iCloud drive, I can open it on my Mac. It doesn't have a Mac app, but it doesn't need to. I just open Finder, I go to iCloud drive ScanBot, and it has all of, you know, my whole tree, my whole folder structure, all of the uh, files uh, and the file names are with a timestamp, so they're just uh, they're just um, ordered in in a reasonable way. And if I open the PDF, I can you know I can literally just just drag text you know uh, drag the cursor across scan text, and it selects as if it was text, and I copy and paste it, and it works. Really? Yes. And you can actually just use Spotlight. So you can you, you just use search and Finder to to look for w- uh, keywords uh, in that folder, and it just works. Like the built-in Mac search can search inside OCR text inside PDFs in a folder. It's brilliant. It is brilliant because this app does like ten percent of what Evernote does. But it's enough because it just delegates. It delegates sync to iCloud Drive. It delegates Mac access to iCloud Drive. Uh, it, it delegates, you know, ha- having to have a special format, special system for keeping things and for OCR to just folders and files and PDFs. And because it's an iCloud Drive, it just automatically backs up, backs up as all of the files on my Mac do with ARC, um, which is what I use for uh, online backups on my Mac. It's just one-time payment. Uh, you know, I was okay with, with paying for Evernote as a subscription, but it's just like 10 bucks or, or something and you have it forever, essentially. And because it does OCR on device and stores things in iCloud Drive, uh, it's end-to-end encrypted. It doesn't, it doesn't go to Evernote server for, um, for analysis or, or anything like that. Huh. So it's more secure uh, as, far as, I can, as far as I can tell. And... And that is a plus when you have, you know, 10 years and 10,000 notes containing presumably uh, spread around a ton of, like, important sensitive information. I would say that's a plus. I'm f***ed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's... No, but, wow. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a very good system. I, I really like it. Uh, yeah. Wow. I, uh, yeah, and, and, I wish and, I... And I wish I could. I wish I, I wish I did, did that before. Yeah, it's good. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I would never think think of this. Uh, so thanks to Rafa, and and like as for like organizing things, you might ask, okay, what about tags? Well, you can't do it in in in, in the app, but you just go to the files app on iOS or to Finder, and you can just use file tags in Finder. 
which also also work in iCloud Drive and also sync. They're not just a Mac feature anymore. Uh huh. So even if you need a, a you know a secondary system of tagging, like 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 you know advanced things like that, I don't need it. But but if I need it, even that works. It's brilliant. I mean, and I, and I really like that that you you have everything in the, on the iCloud Drive. I, and I and you know. Um, Thinking about the future of Evernote or other third-party stuff, third-party um, companies, well, you you have all your devices from Apple, so I think the future of iCloud is pretty much set in stone. It's going to be fine, so so there yeah, is no I'm, worry about that. And, yeah, and and, because, and and the app can easily switch to to Dropbox, and in fact, it it does have an option to to add things to Dropbox automatically. Though I, iCloud Drive will work better because even if you're offline when you're taking the photo. Um, it just adds to iCloud Drive locally, and then the system will sync when it has the opportunity. But recently, the iCloud Drive is is amazing on the iOS 11, really amazing. I mean, for example, I I used to use the app called uh, Good um, Good Reader on the mm-hmm. and, and then later Foxit PDF on mm-hmm. the uh, on on the iPad to annotate PDFs and all these things. I don't do that anymore. I just save the PDFs on the iCloud Drive and I, I, I just open them. I annotate them right there using the built-in iOS features. So I don't need the additional f- files. So I, I, I assume that if there are PDFs stored on the iCloud Drive, I could, and you know, one thing is they are OCR. Second, they could be also annotated by, you know, with a pencil or something, you know, so, so you could really use it there. That's brilliant. Yeah, I, I wonder if... I'm just trying to check out if um, ScanBot has a built-in um, signing feature. No, I, I don't. I don't think it it does. But like, but like iCloud if, does have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you can easily just snap it, move, uh, like switch to to the other app, and just like draw it with your finger. If or if you have an iPad, I, I believe. Yeah, ScanBot is also on on the iPad, so you can also snap. Um, you know, do a scan from the iPad and then annotate there with a pencil, right? So do you have ScanBot installed on both of your devices, both the iPad and the iPhone? Uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't really used it on the iPad, but I do have it installed. I'm, I'm just checking it out right now as we speak. No, it's it's really cool. Uh-huh. Huh. Huh. Wait, it does have a signing feature. So you, you can actually just snap it on your iPad and just in the app use the pencil to... Uh, to sign it or annotate it in some other way by hand. Cool. Yeah. No, this application is brilliant. I mean, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, at some point it could be share locked by Apple actually because mm-hmm. Apple could could you know use these two features, but but doesn't matter. I mean, really, the cool thing what you're saying is it doesn't matter. I mean, the output is the PDF with annotated yeah, exactly. text, which is all you need, and it's it is stored securely on the iCloud, which is encrypted. So like. And because it's iCloud, it syncs with your Mac, and because it's it, and then when it's on your Mac, I, I do the same thing. I have uh, the additional backup, so I have the backblaze, for example. Yeah. So everything is backed up. So um, I have it back. So you would have it backed up completely. Wow, that's yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I I thought the same thing. So I've been using it for about a month now. I don't have too many things there yet, uh, but so far I haven't had any problems. Um, you know, I'll I'll update you if you if I do, but but so far it just seems to be a really well working system, right? And it it just it gives me a lot of uh, trust in that system, a lot of um, uh, confidence that it just uses uh, broadly available standards linked together. So yeah, if iCloud Drive uh, breaks, it can switch to Dropbox. If, if this app stops to work, there will be another app that can spit out PDFs the same way. Um, like, really, like, it's it's just as something that that you hope to last for a very long time, uh, it gives you a lot of confidence that it's not some sort of, like, one-off proprietary thing. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing a little bit, but uh, what I like about backing up with Arc instead of Backblaze, is that it does, just like Time Machine, but but online, it does uh, incremental backups. So even if uh, the the state in, in iCloud Drive gets corrupted somehow, and like I, uh, I delete accidentally some files, and, you know, it will backup, so it will sync with the backup, so it won't be in the backup, but it will be in the previous backup, right? 
mm-hmm. because it, it just keeps um it, it does the same thing as, as as time machine it it keeps a backup from every hour of the last day every day of the last week or month and then for every week uh, until you run out of space i got unlimited space so is this is this scanbot pro right scanbot pro scanner app and fax this, this is it yeah red icon mm-hmm. it's seven bucks yeah it's cheap yeah it's not expensive huh i'm gonna give it a try and, and and how is the interface on the on the iphone to search for things search for you know documents and stuff uh actually i'm not sure let me check I'll put my last name. Yeah. Yeah, look, I just put in my last name and it searched all of the documents in all of the folders. And when I tap on one of them, yeah, when I tap on one of them, it just um, ah. it just highlights it. So it just works. And uh, if, if you spotlight it on, on the Mac, it will do a very similar thing. Uh, when you open one of the... This, the uh, the files that that you search by searching inside PDFs uh, and open it in preview, it will be you know um, the the search term will be highlighted in all of the, the the instances, even though it's scanned. Yes. Nice. Great. Yes. Okay. Good. This is Perfect. very satisfying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna check check it out. Perfect. Maria, moving on. Um, yep. The magic spreadsheet. We've, we've discussed this before. Um, we'll put the link in, in the show notes and we'll put the link um, for the first iOS consultations uh, episode where I believe I asked you about it because um, for many, many years, this is something I used solely on my Mac, uh, which was fine because then you you can have a, um, a large table with lots of columns, uh, with lots of data, and it's it's very easy to use, very easy to access, but only as long as you're on the Mac. And I wanted to move that system and and the habit of of um, you know tracking my weight and other things to my phone. Yeah. And the reason why is that I would oftentimes forget during the day uh, to do it, and then the next day uh, I would I wouldn't remember the exact numbers, or I would remember all of the details. Um, it's just, it, it's better to, to always do it every day and it's far more likely that I'll do it if I can do it anywhere, anytime, uh, with just what I always have on me, which is my phone. The problem is that the, the magic spreadsheet sort of by nature is very two, di- two dimensional and is, um, quite wide. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't lend itself very well to using it on the phone. So I I did uh, a number of, of changes to make my magic spreadsheet more bearable on the on the phone. Uh, mostly, I just made all of the the columns um, very uh, very narrow. You know, just enough to to fit the data. It doesn't have to be pretty. It's just like it's enough that I, I can see it and I can understand it. Right. I also, um, actually, you know, not for that reason, but I, I stopped tracking a lot of things because I, I just decided that uh, I don't need it anymore. It, it doesn't influence my decisions anymore. It's just not something I care about very much anymore. So right now I just have uh, three columns with just numbers, like my weight and, and two other things, which take up very little space. There is also a, a very sort of wide road, uh, which is... A, a text row because what I what I I've been en, en, enjoying uh, doing with my magic spreadsheet is keeping a sort of um, like a micro journal inside there. Uh, yeah. So at the end of the day, when I'm sort of putting in um, the weight for today and that I exercise and you know whatever else I, I have in, in that column, I also kind of write down, hey, today I did this and and that and the other thing right and i just i really like it because like first of all it's it's sort of a a a tiny nice habit that that makes you appreciate more like how your your day went uh, journaling mm-hmm. right but then uh, i really like because it it kind of preserves context so when during my weekly review or during my monthly review or quarterly review i look on the bigger screen on that 
on all of that data. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to kind of look at how my, my life has been going in, in kind of broader terms. Like I, I, I try to pick up patterns in how my weight fluctuated and did I exercise more or less or uh, for example, uh, tracking deep work when I was doing better, when I was doing worse. And having this micro journal inside there uh, gives context to that data because I can remember, ah, okay, that was that day or, or that was okay. you know, that mm-hmm. sort of place in my life when I was doing those things. I can, I can remember much more. The, the data has more meaning because I can place it um, in time in my mind. But it's sort of annoying to do on the phone. Uh, because first of all, you know, to fit any text at all, it's sort of a wide row, and the spreadsheet has to be like pinched, pinched out really, you know, really far to fit everything on the screen. Now the iPhone X has a very high resolution screen, but it, it's still kind of annoying. And when I open the the spreadsheet, which has the the data for a whole year, and in between I open it on some other device, then after it syncs it forgets the scroll position. So I have to scroll to the place, that's really annoying. And then I just, I can't believe how broken um, on iPhone and numbers on the iPhone is when it comes to adding text, which has multiple lines. Like you literally cannot add a new line to a text field from the yeah. keyboard. Mm-hmm. When you press enter, it goes to, to the next the next uh, cell. The cell. Mm-hmm. And what apps, what good apps do is when you go to the uh, the secondary keyboard with uh, punctuation, then then you there you have the return key to go to the next line. But Numbers doesn't do that. What you have to do is long press, get to, to the next page in the context menu, do insert, and then do new line. It's super annoying, super slow, super annoying, and, and makes me hate this app. And so... Um, what I what I've been doing to sort of alleviate this problem to, to mitigate those issues a little bit is um, kind of mm, put it all together a little bit with workflow. So yeah, I, remember I open mm-hmm. numbers through workflow. It 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 does it makes a pop up which asks, "Hey, how did your your day go?" And I, I do the micro journal there, which will have like uh, yeah. two lines. I'll do okay. It will um, it it can't automatically open the right file in numbers but it can like select the right file but i have to just tap open the numbers opens numbers and then i long press paste go back to to um workflow workflow copies my uh, today's weight from the from uh, a document in, in bear like uh, on the today plan when mm-hmm. i open it in the morning to see the plan i also note the weight there so it just copies it goes back to numbers and i paste it there that's better, but still sort of annoying. And I don't know what, what to do about it. Uh, maybe nothing. Maybe this is fine. Maybe this is good enough. And, you know, I've, I've been living w- with it. And I rarely not do it. I rarely, like, rarely d- does the system fail uh, such that I, I don't I don't add to the magic spreadsheet during the day. Mm-hmm. Um but I thought maybe you have a better idea, like to sort of completely redesign it from scratch. Because I don't, th- maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't think there's a better tool like Numbers for iOS, a better spreadsheet editor for iPhone, which wouldn't be as annoying as Numbers on, on iPhone. Maybe there is, uh, but maybe I just have to look at the problem from, from a very different way and do it in a very different format, not in a spreadsheet, but somehow differently but I don't know how. Ideas? Okay, so um, it's hard to say really because um, the problems you're, you're having there are, are, yeah, are genuine and they're, they're, they're right. But on the other hand, I co- I'm coping with some of the things differently than you. So, mm. um, so let, me, let me give you my story. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it will bring us any closer to, to an end solution, but maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it will be something. So maybe it will first require. of all, exactly. So first of all, I have been having an on and off uh, thing with the with the magic spreadsheet because I really liked your idea and I started implementing it this year, but I've had really moments where I wasn't just I was completely ignoring it and I wasn't putting any data into it. Mm-hmm. So um, so it was 
it was hard it was annoying it was you know like i just didn't want to like, waste time putting things in which is not waste time but you know it's you know how mm-hmm. human you know excuses yeah, I, I know. work and brain works right so i didn't but recently uh, recently i've had lots I, i've had much success with work with more focused work more deep work because i have uh I've been more religious about these things, about journaling, about um, about uh, the magic spreadsheet, and about all these things. And you are kind of the inspiration for that because I stole some from from ideas from you. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the thing about planning your day, I'm also doing it uh, in a similar workflow as you have with Bear. So I um, I have very similar workflow where um, uh, where when I'm you know when I have my morning routine, I have my morning journal, and then. The journal is being copied to the journal place, uh, and then the it then I then I, I'm being redirected to Bear. In Bear, um, I'm, I have the new note for the day. I can review my old day and whatever. So, I'm I've been using that. That's the first thing. So, and what I've changed is that I've changed the, the place of my journal. Now it's in Ulysses, mm-hmm. and because it's in Ulysses, it's it's uh, it's both offline because it's locally on my iPhone, and then it syncs with iCloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I because. Uh, several times I've been writing my journal and then it failed upon writing to Dropbox because of some connection yeah. issues. Yeah. So I hated that because, you know, you've been, you know, you're putting your soul out, you know, you're writing things, and especially thumb night, thumb writing on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the thing, when it just has to save the whole thing, it just breaks, right? So, uh, so I've changed that. Now uh, the whole journal goes to Ulysses. It, it you know, it pastes the, the journal without fail. And then I use Bear for the to-dos, which again, Bear is also local. Um, so it's really it's really easy. It works very well. So that's the one thing I've been doing. L- let me stop you right there. Why do you keep one in Bear and the other in, in Ulysses? What was the motivation behind that? So I, I have all my writing in Ulysses. Uh, everything okay. I write is in Ulysses and organized in some folders. And I don't want to use Bear for much more. Than, than 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 just the the, the task planning. Uh, okay, but but in Ulysses you probably can have the 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 cool checkboxes thing. No, in Ulysses I cannot uh, do what you do with Bear you, to find a node and if it doesn't exist, create it. Ah, uh, okay. So it it's I, not as automatable. Exactly. I've checked in Ulysses every time you want to edit something in Ulysses, you have to mm-hmm. first give it the the ID of the node, and if you don't know it. There it is. Mm-hmm. So I know idea of my journal, but I don't know idea of a thing that I haven't just created yet. You know, so um, f- there is there is a problem. I'm I'm gonna write to to Federico Vitici about it, and maybe he'll he'll <laughs> he'll come up with a solution for that because he's the yeah. you know he's the wizard of all these things. Because I wanted to switch to Ulysses completely to have also the pl- the day planning and everything in Ulysses as well. But but also the in Bear uh, the the the, the checkboxes work very well. They're very, mm-hmm. very nice, and and then that's why I, I I'm using them, and uh, so it's very easy to, to 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 get them. So so this is that this is this, and then second thing is um, I've also set up um, the the task reminder, so a task in Nosby recurring reminder every day at you know at four thirty to 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 write things in my uh, in my um, magic spreadsheet, so mm-hmm. uh, like to have the shutdown routine. That we which, which we discussed also in the past episode of the show, mm-hmm. I've been using that as well, and recently it's very successfully. But the the idea of putting things in the spreadsheet, so I wanted to tr- so what I want to track there, I track several things. First of all, I track my sports. I want to track my sports, even though they are being tracked by Runkeepers, Trava, and all the other apps I'm using. But I want to have a central place where I can just only on I can just see, you know, what I've done this week, what I've done last week, or mm-hmm. what I haven't done recently. <laughs> so, um, so I want to track that. Then, second thing I want to track is my weight. As again, so the, the, the same thing. I want to have it in, in one spreadsheet. Third thing, I want to track my my billable hours. So how many, how much time I've been working? I mean, uh, I'm not billing anyone. I'm billing my company. I mean, I'm not actually billing them. Um, <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. I want, I want mm-hmm. to see how how much I work. Uh, it, it 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 brings it brings us back to the same discussion we had. How 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 much time we really spend on work when we work, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to, and, so, and 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 so you, you, you mean like like actual work, and not like sort of being at work, but sort of not really work. doing yes. much useful. 
exactly not not being in my home office yeah <laughs> that kind of work actual work so and i'm really i'm you know i'm pretty strict about it so i, I if 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 i spent half an hour you know browsing through facebook or twitter this is not work this, 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 there mm-hmm. is no point here so what i track is three things how many how many pomodoros i spent on meetings mm-hmm. how many pomodoros i spent on on deep work and how many pomodoros i spent on shallow work so mm-hmm. that's it yeah know? i don't track you know wasted work you know it, it's, it's obvious <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then and, and then so there are three columns like this and then the fourth one is is, is summary of all these right mm-hmm. the idea being is that i want to you know i i i want to have um ideally i want to spend the third of my time in meetings the third of my time in deep work and the third of my time in shallow work like mm-hmm. and with hopefully more in deep work you know but but the, the, the ideal distribution, the 30, 30, 30, you know, 33, 33, 33, 33, would be already fine, would be already a good week, you know, because mm-hmm. I have quite a few meetings as the CEO and uh, and I want to have them. But on the other hand, I want to have the same, you know, at least the same amount of, of time spent on the deep work. And then I have to do shallow work as well. As well, Everybody has to do shallow work. So, you know, yeah. so that. And we will get back to how I'm jotting that down um, in a few seconds. And then the last part uh, there, there are whole columns with checkboxes, and there are like things that I do routinely. So, for example, did I journal in the morning? Did I journal in the evening? Did I pray? Did I wake up at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did I blog? And did I spend? Uh, and did I learn French? So the one <laughs> I was just added there. And I have a few gaps, so it's, it's embarrassing. But I have a few gaps there. And and now after I've seen your progress in Duolingo, I'm I'm I feel motivated to 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 put up a, a streak right, right there. But anyway. So these are the things I, I, I jot down. And upon, uh, uh, and now that I'm doing it more religiously, uh, I've been doing this for the last three weeks more religiously. No, for the last two weeks. Uh, after, after holidays, I just had this you know, thing. I'm going to just you know, do it religiously. I love it. And the reason it works is that, um, I know, spreadsheet, uh, numbers is not the ideal spreadsheet. You know, I mean, ideal thing to input stuff in, on the iPhone or on the iPad. Mm-hmm. It works. It works more or less. But as as, as you said, I, I did the same thing. I, I have my columns which are really narrow, so it's really easy to write things down. Second thing, um, several our columns are just checkboxes, so it's really easy to, to put them, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, in the on the iPhone. And third, I have a new strategy about jotting down the the, the hours or the pomodoros spent on each thing. Okay. And I think this is kind of the key for me. And I've been writing about it several times. I've been doing it several times, but over the last two weeks, I've been doing this every freaking day. So every day, I'm creating a new project in Nosby, and the name of the project is, for example, today is the 20th of November when we're recording this, so it will be 20 November, 20 Nov 2017. This is the Mm -hmm. the project. And it populates the whole project with tasks, so Pomodoros, for the whole day. 7.30, 7, 7.30, 8.00, 8.00, and, you know, like that. Did you automate that using workflow? Uh, no. What I do is, at the end of the journal, mm-hmm. what I get, I get the formatted num- name of the project. Mm-hmm. So what I do is, I, I just go to Nosby, go to templates, today template, create the project okay. from that template. Y- you can automate that, by the way. Okay, you'll tell me how to do it. Okay, and then we'll put the link in the show notes, how you know. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, so if I can automate even that, then it's even bit better. So, and then, then, then what I do is I um, I open this project and I go mm-hmm. through this, I, and I and I have this project handy because it's in Nosby and because it's you know it's handy, it's there, and uh, it's really easy to find because it starts with the number twenty nov, and I have my project sorted alphabetically, so it always mm, it's wrong. Yeah, I know, but I have it like that. So uh, and it's at the top of the thing. But anyway, if, if I just put two zero or whatever, it's or two. Mm-hmm it just show up, it will show up in the filter of projects. So it's very easy to get back to the project anytime or, or on the iPhone, iPad or on the Mac. So it's really easy to get back. And what I do is I um, I tick, you know, all the you know Pomodoros that are, that are going. So if something is, you know, going, like if, if the Pomodoro is, is done, so or, or the half an hour there is done, I just mark it as done. But what I do is I mark it with a category. Uh-huh. So for example, I use category 
So sometimes, sometimes I add comments if I want to, if I feel like writing something, but usually I, what I do is write, write, I write category. So for example, if this Pomodoro right, right now, the one that we're having right now, this is a meeting. So I write, I give it category meeting mm-hmm. and done, over. Then another one, we will have another you know recording session, category meeting, over. So at the end of the day, at a glance, I can count the meetings, the deep work and the shallow work. Because mm-hmm. each has a dedicated, dedicated category. It's very easy. So when I have my shutdown routine, what I do is I just go through this project and just, you know, see how many, you know, how many of these instances I had. Mm. That, that, that's really interesting. And it's really interesting how you sort of um, hacked Nosby to, to do that. I'm, I'm not convinced this is the, the most optimal solution because you have to manually manage those those tasks and then, and then count it somehow like it, it's just like you 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 can't really automate it such that you you have just one tap to to look at at the list and like market it as something you, you have to do like multiple taps uh so you know it it, it works but i i just feel like um like I, I don't care about tracking that sort of thing at the moment but i feel like this is this is a a method that would discourage me quite quickly uh, i wonder if it wouldn't be somehow more um more efficient maybe to to do a similar thing as I do with planning at the day. So uh, at, at the beginning of, of the day, or maybe in, in the same note as the, the, the plan day, like in bear, you know, I'd create a, a text note, which, which would have like, um, you know, the, the, the half hour increments uh, listed out. And then next to each of them, I would somehow, you know, very quickly mark it as one of the free modes of spending half an hour because because then like oh. I, you know then you you wouldn't have to open nosby projects or open right. nosby sidebar projects project select task tag select tag save you know go, go out of the task but you do like um 3d touch on workflow plan day and then like just tap to to select the cursor near the increment and just like type i don't know like m meaning meeting or something like that like mm-hmm. a, a, right. a stupid method but uh like like a a primitive method but probably faster mm-hmm. and i also wonder like i've never done this myself so i'm i'm not sure how to do it but i, I know cgb gray oftentimes talked about using um what was the name of the app he, he used he uses the, this app I think uh, like do oh I think it's called do for like timers, and I'm not hundred percent sure what is his system, but I I think that in do you can set up like um, different timers which are like always kind of there and you can like start and stop a different timer so you could like start a, a, a timer when you're going into like uh, meeting mode and then stop it afterwards and then at the end of the day you'd have like counts uh in like hours and minutes for each mode that has the the issue of um you know you you, you're sort of counting and so it's not like you decide after the half an hour increment how it was actually spent uh but maybe there's some way of of using a more dedicated app like that for for a similar purpose. Could be the thing. W- the additional benefit of, of of this system that I have, because mm-hmm. you, you're right, to 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 mark something as category, it it takes a few taps. So it's 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 quite um yeah, uh, you know, it, it requires like, like a, a follow through. The thing is, what I like about this system, but as you said, it, it, maybe this could be done differently. I like the overview of a day. And how much time I've already spent, and how, mm-hmm. how much of a day I have left, and how much of that can be still meetings or something like that. For example, I this meeting uh. with, that we have right now as recording, I already, I already in the beginning of the day, I already uh, marked it as as meeting, you know, because you know, other, if, if 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 it doesn't happen, I'm going to change it. It's, it's you know, but I already mm-hmm. see it. So this way, I have this unscheduled thing that I can see the time I have left. The time I the, 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 the empty time blocks and the time blocks already taken, so it gives me the overview of the day, you know. And this uh, thing of marking each increment, each thirty-minute increment as done, you know, shows me the passing time and shows me how, how much, you know, how how little I have left, you know, for the for the day. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 very helpful for that, um, but maybe it can be done differently. You're right. I'm I'm, I'm gonna 
investigate if I can if I can do something else. I hacked NOS before that because I suppose this is the app yeah. I have, this is yeah. the app I know. So it was the easiest thing to do. But uh, but maybe yeah, maybe there is a different way. What I'm just saying is that thanks to that, I don't have to remember, you know, also like yeah. how my day went. I mean, what I what I spent the day on because mm-hmm. I, I I mark it down as I go, and and then it's 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 easy to write write it down in the you know in the number spreadsheet. So in the in the magic in the magic spreadsheet, mm-hmm. and uh, and recently I've I've as as I said, thanks to the system and thanks to and this is this is the counterintuitive for me thing. So if you when you're listening to this you're thinking this Michael guy is crazy I mean there's so much overhead you know like mm-hmm. he has this project he has these the, the, the number of spreadsheets he's putting all these he's this, this there so he's like wasting time on all these things but thanks to this structure I've had very productive two weeks right yeah now. very productive yeah like, I know, I know the structure makes it so it it's amazing I haven't had that good two weeks in in many months wow like, straight yeah you know hmm like for me this is like like this is really interesting doesn't solve my problem because right now I'm I'm not tracking any anything related to time during the the day um so mm-hmm. it it doesn't really help me like I I think my my largest problem is is how to input how to format the my my my, my micro journal right because like the like this takes up the most space. Like if I, I just had like tiny mm-hmm. cells with just a checkbox or just a number, it would be fine, right? The uh, yeah. the remembering to scroll problem I can avoid by only doing it on, on iPhone. Uh, and, and, you know, that's fine. But I want the micro journal. So <laughs> my, my, my problem is that I really, like if I have like, like three important points, I want them to be in separate lines because otherwise it's sort of difficult yeah. to to scan. Uh, but this the silliest, stupidest thing of of having to make a new line just creates the most trouble uh, when using this on, on the iPhone. And then just the fact that it, it's you know it, it takes up some space, so it's sort of a a, a wide row. So you know, one solution would be to stop doing that. And do something more similar to what you're doing, which is to uh, do a journal in a different place. Um, exactly. Maybe still still using automation and append it to some file or something like that. Now the problem with that is that then I I lose the context that that sort of mm-hmm. marries um, the the text with with the data. But do we, do we need need that though? I really like that uh, because. Okay. Like to to me, like just the numbers are are not that super interesting. Um, like it it it's really helpful. Now maybe I, sh- I should reconsider that, but uh, it's helpful. Now, if I uh, and, and the other thing is that I, I do my all of my weekly reviews and whatnot on on my iPad, um, and you know that makes it more complicated uh, in the sense that. On the Mac, I'd probably have more tools at my disposal to, you know, when doing a, um, you know, maybe a um, a monthly or a, or a quarterly review when I I want to like see that data in a in, in a longer time horizon, then I I could you know um, sort of add it to to the spreadsheet on the larger screen. It's very difficult to do on on the iPad. I I thought. It's possible to to format data as uh, comma separated values so that they're cop- copy pasteable to numbers, but it doesn't yeah. work on fields which have new lines, which is again a, a ridiculously stupid problem. Uh, but oh, okay, <laughs> so I don't like I really don't know what to do about it. Uh, maybe my current system is is just fine, but uh, I feel like there should be a better way. I think we have to stop here and we'll we'll have to get back to it later when we find out. Yeah, probably. But anyway, the, just just to wrap it up, uh, even with these problems, I, I have to tell you the magic spreadsheet is brilliant and, and keeping it up really motivates me to get good stuff done. And uh, apart from that, um, I uh, like I find more deep work and more focused time right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's amazing. And uh, like uh, last week, I've had significantly more deep work than meetings or 
shadow work so it was good yeah and um so yeah uh i really like it and uh, i'll try to keep it up and uh and i'm gonna check the scan bot so we'll see how this goes and we'll see you know we'll update you and everyone else you know in a few episodes i guess yeah we'll definitely get back to ice consultations uh before we uh we wrap it up yeah there's three more things to mention uh, number one is picks so in two weeks probably uh, or in the soon in the near future uh, we'll be talking about the book So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. Uh, so we'll put the link in the show notes to Amazon and, and Audible. Uh, so for anyone interested, definitely check out this book. It's a really great book and you'll have more context for our discussion. Yeah. Another thing that uh, uh, we are publishing this episode right now, uh, this week, uh, this special Thanksgiving week. So mm-hmm. first of all, thank you for being our listeners. Uh, we're really thankful that you're yes. listening to us, that... Uh, you're <laughs> enduring some of our our discussions and our you know uh, yes. geeky discussions and 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 our um, time here. And uh, thanks to that, we will have uh, we will have a short sponsor note. Uh, so Nosby, our application is having a Black Friday weekend, and we'll be having a great offer. Uh, actually, you'll be able to get four months free when you extend Nosby or upgrade Nosby for a year which is the best offer we have ever made. So, um, you know, one month more than last year we did. So it's a very good offer. So check it out. And because it's Friday um, and it's Black Friday, I decided to do to do the webinar on Fridays, about Fridays, so about weekly review, about things we have been discussing here on this show um, this Tuesday. Uh, and it's going to be, uh, there, there are three times in English uh, to, to get it. There's one time, well, there's one one date in Polish, uh, it's Tuesday at uh, 5 p.m. Central European time. And then there are three uh, different dates and times uh, for um, um, English-speaking uh, uh, people. So uh, make sure to check it out, nosby.com slash webinar, and, and check it out. Uh, I will be discussing there uh, the, the concept of weekly review, uh, uh, Fridays, TGIF, something we have been discussing on this show, uh, for example, in the episode 60 and 70. Um, wow, I, a long time ago. A long time ago, but they were really good episodes. So uh, I really encourage everyone to, to, to download them and listen to them again for the context, uh, because the whole you know idea of TGIF is explained there. And in the episode sixty, we talk about it, and in episode seventy, we talk how you know, like we have the first the first takeaways uh, from mm-hmm. that experiment. And uh, the experiment is still going in our company, so it you know it must be good, right? And if it's if it's still uh, uh, on, so anyway, these three things. 